This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to the box set pod. You are sick of people telling you to watch box sets. Let us make that a little bit easier for you by deciding between two of the biggest. My name is Howell, this is Jamie, and this is Matthew. Hello. We're based across the UK via the magic of Skype. Uh, We've all three of us watched Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, and we're going to decide definitively tonight which one is better, so that you no longer have to pick between the two of them. Of course, you could watch both, but that would ruin the point. In order to decide this properly, gents, I think that we need some markers to fairly rate them by. Here are my suggested markers, and you may add to these. Number one, acting. Number two, consistency. Number three, directing. Four, it's only six, budgets versus what is achieved. Five, inclusion of dragons. Six, inclusion of zombies. Any other markers? Well, I think that's a bit of a dodgy last couple of markers there, considering Walking we'll Dead doesn't have dragons, but <laughs> Game of Thrones does have zombies. <laughs> That's true, that's true. Um, What else? How else would we rate other TV series? Number of cars. Number of cars. That's good. Number of times gasoline is siphoned from something. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with... um, uh, American accents. Music we can put in there. Um, American accents, that's good, I'll put that in. Uh, Okay, so we've got a good bunch there. (laughs) Well, do you want to put any in, Jamie? Number of castles. Okay, number of castles or castles. Number of thrones. Number of thrones. That's good, that's good. Yeah, we can deal with that one. Okay, that's good, that's good 11. We'll award points (laughs) out of 10 for those things. Um, But you can also award points at any point for good, uh, agreed-upon measures that come to us. For example, the fact that The Walking Dead has Norman Reedus in it I think we can all agree deserves ten bonus points straight off the bat. That you've got to agree with that, Jamie. Norman Reedus scores what? No, just Norman Reedus being in Walking Dead deserves oh, ten, ten bonus points to begin no, with. No, not at all. Yes. Well, um, I mean, in, in the interest of sport, I would say that um, Peter Dinklage being in Game of Thrones gives it an instant. Well, I, was ten. A, I was about. To well, say there you go. Well, that's exactly. how you answer what, the question, what, Jamie. Listen, if we can't I don't like this points. 
I don't like this point scoring system. I certainly don't like. I don't like that you Dinklage. are judging right. the point okay. scoring system when you are already biased just, towards the Walking Dead. I agree. Dead. It just doesn't. Sorry, are we seem making fair? up words? Biased in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Battle of the Biasteds. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of this pro- this program right there. First off, that's what goes on the podcast list. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously, if you were to put Dinklage up against um, Norman Reedus, that is a good. That's a good character. You know what? This, are we talking about been... it purely based on casting and like reputation? Because I would say that also. Game of Thrones is going to get points for whichever one of Robson Green and Jerome Flynn it's got in. <laughs> it's got Jer- Jerome Flynn. They, well, this is the conversation. Imagine a fireside somewhere maybe in New York or LA where the two showrunners of the two shows are sat sharing a cigar or a cigar each. And one of them says, hey, I bet you're sick about the fact that I got Dinklage. And the other one goes, yeah, but I got Redis. Whose side are you on there? Who's, who's the luckier one? Who's got the luckier cast member there? Oh, it depends when you're looking at it. You know, if you're looking back on it, mm. I'd probably say Reedus. But if you're looking at it from the yeah. point of view of, of episode one, you'd have to say Dinklage. No, it's got to be Dinklage. looking back. It's got to be as a whole. I think you're no, right, no. Matt. We're giving ten to Walking Dead, nine for no. Dinklage oh, uh, to Game of Thrones. Straight off the bat. It's only one point, Jamie. You can make it up. Let's pick up a, a, t- a talking point that we picked up last week. Uh, Jamie stated he was clearly on the side of Game of Thrones. Matthew on the side of Walking Dead. I will try and... Um, you know, be unbiased in favour of The Walking Dead. But I can be persuaded, maybe. Jamie claimed last week that The Walking Dead was miserable, and that is its biggest flaw. Why don't we discuss that to begin with? <clears throat> because I would say immediately that my point two measure at consistency, it is consistently miserable. miserable. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well done. you just argued why EastEnders is great as well, Howell. No. Oh, well, it's not great misery, EastEnders. Whereas I would say Walking Dead I would Dead argue is. that EastEnders has uh, has more shades of light and grey than either of these two. Right. Well, And I would East, say that uh, levelling misery at The Walking Dead is pretty rich coming from Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah, but the thing is, there is Which misery is not known in Game of Thrones. It's, 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 not, it's not about the, the idea, it's the tone. It's the set. It's setting the tone. You can have misery within a world, but what Game of Thrones does is it, it handles that misery in a tone that is both dark, brutal, but also has that ability to make you smile or laugh at the, the most bizarre situations and at the humanity behaving in such ways whereas with the walking dead it's just one tone consistently miserable and people always miserable and being unhappily miserable at, all the time I'm there actually, is no I'm, I'm going to disagree with you here jamie i don't think that's true because i, I if i think back and, and first of all we should say by the way this is going to be like covered in spoilers this oh, is a it's massive got, it's got to be oh, it's got to be huge part oh, is there any way of us avoiding that is it no absolutely way. not? No, not a chance at all. Mm. But like, if we think about, um, uh, if we if we try and conjure a moment of joy in The Walking Dead, like if we think about the last series, re- reuniting uh, Arya and Sansa should have been just like, whoa, this is amazing. They haven't seen each other. They've been they've both been through such trauma mm. in the last however many years it's been since they saw each other. And can I just say, talk, talk, talking like that... A couple of episodes later, Arya was threatening to cut Sansa's face off. Yeah, 
Talking like that is not spoiling it, by the way. I think that's all right. If we can talk like that, that's fine. But, um, but I mean, no, I we, can name. We, we have to have loads of spoilers. Forget about spoilers. Yeah. This but cannot then be who is this for? Oh, all right. Fair enough. It's, it's, it's for the it's, debate. Everyone it's for the debate. the debate. It's for the debate. I, I, I can name const- a, a stream of examples of, of, of Tyrion uh, taking the mick out of Joffrey and belittling him in a funny way that actually brings laughter to you and, and makes you happy and glad. And oh, fair enough. Walking that's levity. De- that's different. But that, but that, that is a difference in tone. That Walking Dead, I can't think of any moments where I've I've been lifted to a snigger or a laugh or enjoyed a moment within this world. Although it's always so stuck in its serious. What about Eugene and Abraham? They mm-hmm. used to have some and, laughs. And the vicar. There was what, a few what? laughs between him and the. I have never heard what laughs are you talking about? Other unintentional. Punched him in the there face. Is no laughs. He punched him in the face, and that was funny. What about Gregory and his hidden stash of tequila? Gregory's hilarious. Yeah, but no, you're talking about... I would level that Gregory's cowardliness is funnier than anything that Tyrion said about Joffrey. No, no. Tyrion has countless moments where he is the best thing in the show for a number of reasons, dramatically and for comic reasons. I'm not He's a brilliant character. I'm but, not disagreeing no. with you, and certainly Bronn has got those moments as well. He, he I love the uh, he's he's got some unashamed um, oh. mercenary nature of his character. He's great, mm-hmm. and you he's know what very gets funny. Me about his relationship with Jamie's great. And what gets me about that that is like it, with Game of Thrones, you feel like you understand that these are still human beings with a variety of uh, of perspectives on situations. Whereas with The Walking Dead, my problem is that every character doesn't even have a moment where you're stuck in this zombie world and you might just crack a few jokes and go, fuck it, let's just have some fun. There's never any of that. There's never any of that. However, Jamie, all I, I can think... feel like is there is no attention to detail from you here because if you remember Zoe as well, was her name Zoe? Zoe? No, Zoe is her name in Nurse Jackie. I can't think of yes, what Terrence's girlfriend was called. I know the character you think. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she was all about uh, the little mm-hmm. crack and wise and the kind of sassy moments, that sort of thing. She she, she had loads of that going on. Laughter. I don't crowd. remember any of them, and I very much doubt you do, Hal. I, I remember I them. She's hilarious. <laughs> I'll, name, I'll name as many as you want. My, my well, the, the the thing I want to get to with the characters here is like let's just compare and contrast these two shows as far as characters go. Yeah, they've got Norman Reedus. Hang on, hang on. You're talking about characters, right? Consistency. This here's where you lose on consistency, and I'm willing to back down on some of the points perhaps, but the consistency of misery that you're talking about is to do with its basic premise. And Game of Thrones' basic premise could be argued to be miserable as well, which a bunch of people, ultimately, uh, 90% of them are all going to kill each other and someone's going to win. Now, the consistency, though, of Game of Thrones, there are reams of episodes, nay, series, that are down, that are bad. And then there's amazing episodes and there's amazing series. But it's not consistent in the thing that... Uh, it's not consistent in its tone throughout. It, it doesn't keep the pace up. It, 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 walking Dead sets off at a walking pace and it remains at a walking pace. And that is why... Yeah, but I'm not talking the things, about the pace. I'm, I'm talking about the tone here. The pace yeah. is something completely different. Consistency about the tone can be applied to any word including... The tone of Game of Thrones has pace. been... The tone of Game of Thrones has been exactly the same from episode one. Yeah. I'd say the tone of Walking Dead hasn't changed very much either. My argument no. is the tone of Walking Dead 
I don't like it a lot of the time. I find that they've they've battered this theme to death, the theme of how you be a human being in this world, in this new new world that they've created. How you be a human being is the, the only theme that they discuss, and they batter it so hard, and they focus on it almost too much, blindly. No, with the, and when they do that, they they, they lose that humour and that humanity no, Jamie, that comes through the humour. Allow me, allow me just step in here, right? I, okay. I would say that in terms of uh, tone and um, moments of le- levity and joy, I would say the two s- series are actually on about a par. I'm not going to say that um, Walking Dead no. has more of it than Game of Thrones, but hear me out. <laughs> in terms of what you're talking about, yes, there is a central issue at, this, uh, at the centre of The Walking Dead, which is, th- which is the same from series one to series eight. But yeah. I think one of its strengths is the different ways in which they've looked at that at is the way in which the perspective on the premise yes. has changed and evolved yes. throughout the series. And yes. this is why, and I mean, I don't know how many times I've said this on the show, but series one is about dealing with the fact that there are zombies. Series two is a kind of naive, um, idealistic thing where they're, you know, they're stuck on the, they're sat on the farm and they're thinking they can, kind of survive there they meet some new people and it's like this might be okay that all gets blown away series three and four actually maybe series three four and five are all about survival and um Greasy learning prison. to learning to be as 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 grim and as hard-faced as the world demands mm-hmm. and then now we're into a new phase which is no longer about the zombies and staying safe from those it's about dealing with other people mm. and rebuilding. Yeah, but you, we've been in this stage, of this new phase, you say, for probably about three seasons. It's been a good two and a half seasons. seasons yeah. I think it's been a but long, long time. I think that's the same time. pace that Game of Thrones moves at. We're back yeah, but on I don't pace think, now. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, uh, sticking with Toe, I don't think that, that that particular theme has, you know, Game of Thrones doesn't have one particular theme that it's battering to death or it's not trying to anyway. It might oh, be looking at a number. Even in a cinematography sense, it's got a tone, Walking Dead. And Game of Thrones is all over the place, partly because it's in different worlds, which is fine, but it doesn't feel as good. And I'll just make this point, because you made a subjective point, Jamie. You did say you don't like the tone that Game of Thrones world is set in. I uh, Walking Dead. have uh, Walking Dead. Sorry. Yeah. I uh, subjectively, I'm always banging on on this podcast about anything that takes up too much of my time. The Walking Dead can't take up enough of my time. I, for some reason, in that world, it never feels to me like they are purely doing something in order to stretch out another series, because the world just is screwed, and that's what it's going to be. So I don't feel impatient. I've never once said, "Oh, get on with it." Whereas with Game of Thrones, it's kind of this weird opposite where we've gone, it went really slow, and then and we're going, oh, they're just going to stretch this out forever, and they're just going to stretch the books out forever. Even George R. R. Martin said he wasn't bothered about finishing. And then all of a sudden, clearly contracts were signed, and they went, get it all in! And this last series has been like moving at a hell of a pace. It just 
doesn't fail. I can't. Consistent. I can't believe you've not had episodes of The Walking Dead where mm. you've gone just get on with it. I think there have been chunks of time well, within The Walking Dead series. Me, I suppose, oh but... my word! Well, there's been long periods of time where they've done nothing, and then they'll have a good two episodes just at the season finale and the penultimate episode where things will really kick in again. And they'll again, keep I'd hooks. say that is an accusation that can be completely leveled at Game of Thrones. Mm. Well, I don't think it can be, and I'll tell you why. One of the reasons is because Game of Thrones might do a maximum of 12 episodes a series with Walking Dead you now get this for for a while now we've had this 16 episode series split into two series groups of eight mm. which what this means is and I think this is a detriment to the show is that you end up getting two separate almost series on their own where, yeah, you, where they have to like have these two chunks of time and you have to have a, min, a mid-series finale, and then you have, a, a, and you have to opening for the next, you know, the, the beginning again. It just feels like they're constantly trying to jump to these different finales and beginnings of the new mid-season. After the mid-season break, it comes back again. It feels very disjointed, and it feels like they're just trying to fill gaps in between these spaces of time. Did you feel that That's about last I mean. series? Because I don't I, remember that I being did. what you said at the time. No, I don't think... I, I, I defended it a lot this series because I really listen. I'm a Walking Dead fan. I'm not. No, I'm I not know. I just, know, and I'm a Game of know, Thrones not, fan. Yeah. Exactly, but I do feel like this series and a lot like the last two. And I don't. And I think there's a reason why ratings are falling and they're still falling. It's not just this series. It was the last series. And there's a certain desperation that's come through in this series. I think we've we even commented on that. I do feel like they are stretching. The stretching parts of the plot out so that they can get to the big set piece moments when they want to time it just right and in doing that in having a 16 part series that's split into two groups of eight it ends up becoming really kind of convoluted and i've had many moments where i've gone that episode was pointless there were moments in this series that were like that although overall i, I have enjoyed but they're never pointless. Busy. When you binge it, they're never pointless. It's, it, re- it reads like a novel, yeah, ironically, but, because Game I of Thrones... I don't put as much stake in this idea of binging versus watching it episodically as you. But well, I, would say I enjoy that, um, binging. There are definitely um, boring episodes and nothing episodes of Game of Thrones. Certainly, like, series, series 3 and 5 in particular spring to mind, where I was just like, this is dragging its feet so much. All that stuff that happened in Dawn... Where? Like, where, uh, where Dawn? Where's that? You know, with Doran Martell, the desert place. Exactly. No mm. one fucking knows. It's so, yeah. it, it's so kind of uh, non-specific and, uh, and and bizarre. Like that. Th- this whole thing with that character who's kind of this king who's just kind of fat and sat around and doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. We had to spend like three or four hours with him, and it was interminable. Yeah, you're constantly waiting for the crunch, and it never comes. It. it, it and, I'd say the same can be said about the sparrows. Where we're just watching Jonathan Price and uh, Cersei Lannister mm. dance around each other for half an hour before anything really happened. Yeah, oh, yeah the whole I, bit where Natalie I mean, Dormer well. was in prison, getting visited by Tommen, which was like pulling teeth because he was such a terrible actor. <laughs> and let's come on to actors in just a minute. Well, we will. Um, we will do. But but before just before you go, on, I I think you, some of the points you're making are right. I absolutely, I do agree. They have dragged the feet. But the point here is, and and how made it as well the reverse way is I enjoy being in the Game of Thrones world I like being in that environment I That's enjoy great. the fantasy of but... and you, the thing is the same way you enjoy being in the Walking Dead world in your subjective opinion I think the Game of Thrones world is more fulfilling okay. it's more of an enjoyable place to That's explore fine. That's fine but uh, to wrap up the subject of consistency I will just say this for me consistency 
what I mean by consistency is defined by how much you are aware of how many times you see the puppeteer's strings, right? So you mentioned a couple of times when you feel like the Game of Thrones are stretching things out in order to build up certain moments or where they've done stuff Walking to try, dead, walking, walking dead. dead. Or where they've done stuff to try and bring viewers back and stuff. I think whilst there are those moments in Walking Dead, I feel like I've felt much more like there's an author's hand that's being seen and getting in the way. I'm more, more aware that a TV series is pulling tricks on me with Game of Thrones in all those areas of pace and tone and everything. Yeah, but you, in, let's talk. But you talk about. Yeah. Consi- I mean, like, like, we're both subjectively coming up with our own re- arguments here. But let's look at the figures then. Okay, let's just let's talk about consistency. There is a reason why Game of Thrones has gone. Ratings have gone up and up and up every single series. It's got the highest multi-platform uh, ratings in the history of TV. Twenty-three point yeah. three million. Um, well, there's a reason why a long way behind. And Walking Dead, which has had great ratings, it's had the best ratings in the history of cable TV. Mm. It's got 122 million subscribers across the globe. I'll tell you but why. It's going Cause... backwards gradually every season now. The ratings are going down. Consistency there, you would suggest the quality's going down. Well, let's talk about ratings again, but... I would argue that um, Game of Thrones... I mean, Walking Dead is a younger person's thing and they're more likely to stream stuff. Whereas people like my parents, the pensioners, have come away That's including the, Game the, of Thrones. The, the, the streaming sort of thing. But yeah. the Game of Thrones is undeniably bigger. But, yeah, um, but it's to, got to a, to a budget said, that's 50 times bigger as well. So, you know. Just to respond to what Jamie said, I think uh, there, there is an argument to be made that Game of Thrones has gotten better with time. Mm-hmm. Whereas The Walking Dead's best stuff was uh, latter half of Series 5, Series 6, first half of Series 7. Okay. Um, right, well, it's time to wrap up consistency, and I think the fairest way of doing this is to rate each other. How, marks out of 10 for Jamie's argument, Matt. I'd give him an 8. eight. Uh, Jamie, marks out of 10 for Matt's argument. I'll give a uh, 7. And I'll give Matt two, so wow. that's nine for The Walking Dead, <laughs> and it's eight this for Game of Thrones, which is fantastic news. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. So at the moment we're at uh, nineteen for The Walking Dead, fifteen for Game of Thrones. You're doing well, Jamie. Considering... Can we talk about acting? Let's talk about acting. Yeah, yeah, because this is the main point. Yeah. This is what makes the difference for me. Mm. I think if, uh, if if I thought Game of Thrones was better acted. Then I would, uh, I would say it was probably better. Mm. But I think this is this is its Achilles' heel, because um, for for me, and this and this is entirely subjective. Um, Cersei, uh, Joffrey, at varying times, Sansa, Arya, Brandon, uh, Rickon, Tommen. Uh, I'm trying to think of who I do like. Uh, what a uh, uh, little finger, John Aaron, his mum. Uh, <laughs> they have all at some point been fucking dreadful. Oh, and uh, I like I, I I've wow. sat here with with my wife. You know, I, I'm, I'm I'm no kind of expert on acting, but I think we're fairly harsh critics. Mm. But like, I I cannot deal. With Lena Headey in the role of Cersei oh, Lannister. Oh, she's brilliant! That's, that's, no, oh. she's 
she's dreadful. Wow. She just pulls her lips back over her teeth. And and it's just generalised evil playing. Wow. It, it doesn't make any sense to me as a performance whatsoever. It doesn't make any sense to me as a character in the books either. She's just... She has no um, no redeeming features to her whatsoever. Could this be about your relationship with the book? Because I differ with you on this, Matt. I'm going to find it hard to back you up on that point. Did you like the books? Uh, I didn't read the book. I mean, um, I think she's great. And I oh, am well, an expert it's nothing on to do with, It's nothing to do with the books. Uh, <laughs> this is just about watching her. I think I think she's awful. I really can't oh, stand wow. her. Wow. Wow. Oh. I mean, that's... that's, that's you know, I, I don't... I, you know, Cersei is one of the best things about the show, and she's she's fantastic. I mean, she's probably Emmy nominated, isn't she? She is, and 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 you know, if we want to go by numbers <sighs> awards wise for acting, then Game of Thrones wins hands down. Game of Thrones has had four Golden Globes. Walking has had one Golden Globe nomination. Yeah, but that's which is wrong. bizarre. That's just Game snobbery Thrones, against zombies. Game of Thrones had twenty three total nominations at the, yes. uh, the Emmys. Whereas Game Well, Walking Dead's had about six uh, overall, yeah. uh, thirteen. Sorry, winning two, but both of them for prosthetic makeup. Congratulations! But if you if you get a bunch of actors right and you chuck that much budget at them, that many takes, that many costumes, you basically drown them under costumes and props. It screams awards season, like it just screams it. Whereas the zombie people who haven't got much budget, they do a couple of takes and they're always dirty. There's nothing glamorous, and the snobs how, can turn against how, that so easily. Snob, there's a lot of snobbery towards Game of Thrones. It, it's a fantasy well, show. Yeah, fantasy look shows me, are I'm looked down right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you, if you compare, for me, character by character, and this goes to the actors' abilities, you know, there are probably a handful at most in the Walking Dead show that really stand out as being characters that you remember. Well, um, I'll say this. What are you this. talking about? That's nonsense. I'm going to give no, up. No. I'm going to give up They're two points. I'm going to give two Darryl, points to Jamie. You got Carol. Because yeah. Sasha is dreadful. Uh, Sasha is one of the worst actors I have ever Sansa. seen. No, Sa- Sasha in The Walking oh. Dead. <laughs> I hate her acting. She's great when she first appears, then she goes downhill, and it's so pap. Um Again, maybe subjective, but I'm willing to give up two points for that. However, I won't accept awards season arguments because it's just awards are bullshit and made up of panels of pillocks. So I won't take that. Um, And I do think... For for me, if you go across the main cast of The Walking Dead, there are... Over the course of the eight seasons, you've had Merle, Merle. who was dreadful. I can't remember the name of the actor. He was awful. He was great. Um, and Carl wasn't great at the start. The, <laughs> when he was the, six. Exactly. And the two, <laughs> and the two yeah, little but, girls weren't brilliant. But uh, I, for, well, for me, everyone else has been pretty oh, rock, rock solid. Who are you leveling the bad acting? And also Tara. Stick out. Tara the, the, the girl who plays Tara, Tara? I think, has been She's horrendous. Great. I think there are times I think there are times when Eugene, the actor who plays Eugene, has been shit. No, no doubt about no, it. No, I disagree wrong. about that. Lenny James as Morgan. I'll give you that. There are times when he's been <laughs> yeah, really overdoing I'll take him, it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> actually, the, the, the Reverend as well. Really the like Reverend, that. I was about to say him. There were times when Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the in last series, especially, he's got better this season. But last series, I just thought, wow, he's he's really hamming this up. But this like, is but, way but, over the but top. But this, this is an important point here from a from an acting perspective, which is that what you're looking at with these two shows. If this was theatre, 
Game of Thrones is a is an RSC production full of it's a Birmingham Royal Ballet. There's a balcony scene. There's props, costumes, and all of that, right? And lots of takes and lots of support. With Walking Dead, you are looking at an empty stage. It's all about can you pull this what, off in the what, moment? What are you on about? How they Game literally Walking Dead has. Walking Dead has a huge budget. This is a massive show. Not compared to bloody HBO. Look at Andrew Lincoln's paid, what was it, 90 grand a series or something. That's because he's got a shit agent. This show is (laughs) raking the money in. It's one of the biggest shows ever on cable TV. And you're telling me that they don't load it and they don't have the money there to make a massive production of a show. I'm saying that regardless of budget... I also don't think the money is an argument you can make because... um, No, no, uh, I'm not even making a money argument. You see fantastic acting performances all over the spectrum. I'm not even making a money argument. I'm saying from an acting perspective, the scenes that Walking Dead people have to do are more often than not based on nothing around them and just like literally it's an apocalypse and they've got to act their tits off. Whereas in Game of Thrones, you are never more than a minute and a half away from another world, another thing. It, it's much more microscopic. It's much more microcosmic the way that they have to act. Game um, Walking Dead is a big empty stage with big monologues and uh, it's hard. It's a yeah, hard that, job. That, that Game of Thrones as a as a as a much harder job. Well, as as just a harder job, I think, as Walking Dead. I don't think either of them have an easy job as far as acting goes. You're living in a fantasy make believe world, and you're trying to make these props and this environment feel realistic and feel human, and also make a character believable within that. Rather fantastic. That job isn't world. done by the actors, though. That job's done by the set dressers. And here's the difference oh, in budget. No, they, that is not. That is not true. I've got the figure. What they have to do is look at home in it. The fact that they've oh. gone to those lengths to create the world means that they can do that. That's they, they make them into an habit. There is some brilliant performances. Tyrion, no, I'm not saying there's not. I'm just Daenerys saying, as a whole, the ensemble have to work very hard. Jamie, what do you think the difference Gloria's in gone budget? Weird, this series. What do you think the difference in budget is between the two shows, Jamie, per episode? I think per episode it would be it would be a, a small margin. Stop I don't typing. want to say a number, but it would be small, a small number. Small margin. Small margin. Okay. Yeah. Game of Thrones has... Uh, I'm trying to work it out. I mean, sorry, are we, gonna, seven... are we going to castigate? Are we going to castigate a show for actually? No, I'm just taking money your into point a, into, and get, putting money into it. You know, I'm, yeah, not I'm, saying, taking... I'm not saying I've not made the money argument. I made, made the, money the money argument. argument. You made the counter argument that it's sti- that they're probably evenly spared. Here's the difference: Walking Dead gets 3.4 million an episode. Um, Game of Thrones gets 10 million an episode. Small margin. Wow, it's quite a lot. Exactly. I'll tell you what that tells me, Howell. I'll tell you what it tells me. It tells me that they put the money right back into the screen and that you get what you pay for and you get a <laughs> so, brilliant show. You know, let me take you to season six for a second, where nearly every single episode of season six of Game of Thrones feels like a film. Battle of the Bastards, it was like, it, it felt yeah. like I'd just come out of the cinema. Right. It was an amazing experience. <laughs> right, I've then, never, ever had that after watching a Walking Dead episode. Then let me I've put, never had. I've l- just walked out of a film. Let me put the question a to you. Film. Let me put the question to you like this. I want you to imagine for a second that Game of Thrones don't have 10 million an episode, that they have 3.4 million an episode. What will it look like compared? I, 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 don't, I don't think it would and, and massively the, and the, and change the, 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 the overall. It would change the, the dragons. The dragons would look shitter. It looked like Camelot theme park. Is uh, you know, actually, like. if, if you go back and look at series one, you can really see the difference in budget. 
because uh, anytime there's a battle in series one, what you get is five guys in a wood at the edge of a battle. Uh, and you can kind of hear the battle going off in, in the distance, <laughs> but you never get to see it in the way that you do now. So we're in two but, areas. Uh, but here. I don't think I, I don't think um, I, I don't think this is an important argument. You know, one, one show has shit tons of money spent on it, but it makes it back. The other one has less money spent on it, and it makes it back. Oh no! And it, but, it justifies. But we came spent. to it through acting, and if Kit Harrington was sat down with Andrew Lincoln and they were chatting, I am certain that Andrew Lincoln would be going, "You lucky bastard!" And Kit Harrington would be going, "I know we've got twelve units in different locations. We can spend two days on one scene." And Andrew Lincoln's like, "We've got a morning on one scene, and we've got to get it right." I think what they managed to pull off and the acting that's required of of them um, means that they get more points. I mean, it's you know close. The thing is, there, just, there are times when Andrew Lincoln. Better. Oh, I think there are times when even Andrew Lincoln looks a little bit like he's struggling, especially to keep the accent in place. But, I mean, but again, the, the there are multiple. The pressure that lands under. And and you are you really like? And you're and not do you going to Do you watch? Hold on. Do you watch a show and go, "Oh God, the pressure he's under. No wonder he's doing shit." You know, you, no one thinks about that, and you don't want to think about that when you're watching a show. And if you are thinking about that, then no, you're really there's... not enjoying the show the way you should. Or I'm investing not in of it, it like that. We're an, we're analysing it. We're putting them up against each other, and I'm saying that you, sir, have wandered off into Morgan's mad wood at this point because I have on not. any I'm... level, the acting that has to be pulled off in Walking Dead is. Is better because what, of how, how Matt's saying it doesn't all matter they, about budget, so I'm saying despite could, could budget, to, the acting is still better. It isn't though, because look at the, the. It's almost easier with Walking Dead because of the tone. Like all you have to do is be miserable in Walking Dead, <laughs> and you're fine. Can you do a Southern accent? Congratulations. Try and kill a zombie. Well done. You've got the job. It's not exactly <laughs> that hard. All right. Well, in Game of Thrones, you just have to hold your cards to your chest and go. I would not advise that. It's that's it. That's what we've got. You're to talking do. about Littlefinger and well, and, uh, and what's true. Game, the Game of Thrones. Guy. All you need is a British accent and the ability to uh, get naked or swing a sword. And Peter Dinklage that, can't even pull off the British accent, even with that budget. So I think it's time to that's rate ridiculous. the acting <laughs> out of ten. Jamie, how many uh, do you give Matt's argument out of ten? I give it. I give. I give, and you as well, Howard, because you were mm. in it. So I will give mm. you both five. Five. Wow. Because it's ridiculous that you're saying that Walking Dead's acting is better. I can't believe we've just had that discussion. That's um, why I'm so outraged. Well, I'm going to give Matt's argument a five as well, then, um, which m- makes it 29. And how many were giving Jamie, Matt? I, I just I cannot Not agree with him. Anything. I would have to give him a three. Three. <laughs> well, look, because I disagree with you on Cersei. It's such a ridiculous system. Before, Jamie, Jamie, I'm adding two points onto that because I disagree with it's Matt about Cersei. Oh my god! But you're doing well. It's 29 to Walking Dead, 20 to Game of Thrones so far. Um, and really, we're we're coming to the more frivolous uh, topics. But anyone want to talk about directing? I'm, um, I don't feel qualified to talk about it. Okay. I, I, I don't have any... If only one of us had about a about degree. Of stuff. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think... I think both series are well-directed. I don't think there's any issues with the directing of the show. If only one um, of us had a degree in directing and could talk about it, eh? I think that with TV shows, it's probably less reliant on directing. I've got a degree in directing, and I'm going to say this, right? 
if you've got, if I stick with my own argument of the size of budget, and you have got the RSC production versus the empty stage, and lots of people thinking and feeling oh things. Oh my god! Jamie, you just got be careful. The be now. careful. I'm about to come down on your side. I'm about to oh, say, sure. as a director, the pressure you are under with the big budget and all the people and all the the units and everything, what they pull off in Game of Thrones is fucking amazing. Whereas in um, Walking Dead, the opportunity that they've got by having less to deal with is that they can um, express themselves directorially much better. They're under much less constraints. So I would say that the directing is is, uh, at least on a par between the two shows. Maybe even better of Game of Thrones. Wow. Okay. So for that. you know, unless anyone wants to weigh in on that, I'm just oh. going to give Game of Thrones <laughs> ten points for directing, and I'm going to give Walking go. Dead only ten points for directing. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, they they're still great directors. What the hell you? just happened? Well, they didn't I get two. Didn't get two. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So that's directing. We've already discussed budget versus that achieved, but we didn't mark that, Jamie. Budget versus that achieved for Walking Dead, what would you give it? Budget for what's achieved on the screen? Considering what's it, what's that it, it gets as... a third of the budget of Game of Thrones, what is achieved on screen? How many points out of ten would you give them for that challenge? Walking Dead, well, I, I still think they've got ample budget for what they do. They, their ambitions are lower than Game of Thrones. They Hang on, you were the one who pointed to out to me... You pointed out to me that it looks unlike any other network TV show. It's filmed. It looks like it's on film, although I don't think it is. But it's what it's Walking shot, Dead. Yeah, no, no. Get, yeah, what, Walking Dead. Th- you were the one who Dead? you were the one who once pointed out to me that Walking Dead doesn't look like any other network TV show. They shoot it with phenomenally high standards that make it able to compete. Yeah, with but I'm not saying. My issue is that you know, if it's three million an episode. Yeah, I think that that's probably about right because um, what you're getting on screen is, well, a lot of the time it's people in rooms yeah. being miserable or going outside to kill maybe five people in makeup. Okay. And, you know, that's not that hard to do. There's not many big set pieces. How many big set piece scenes are there in The Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. You compare that to The Game of Thrones where there's a big set piece probably every two or three episodes. So what are you giving you them out where, of ten? Like an eight for that then? Like, well, yeah, you well, quite spending well. The, the, well, they've done all right. It's an average score. I'd say it was... We'll give them seven because we'll it's, seven. you know... The, Matt, if you were given yeah. ten million an episode, could you make Cersei act better? Well, I just wouldn't have cast that's, that. Not. I watched framing that question. Mm, um, I watched a. Um, uh, uh, I watched the comedians in cars getting coffee with uh, Christoph Waltz the other day. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, he said in that there's no such thing as good and bad actors, just good and bad casting. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Which I liked. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think Game of Thrones gives value for money. Yeah, ten yeah. million, ten million dollars an episode. I mean. Add hey, that look, that, honestly, that last series—it's like a hundred million special. quid that you've watched so far. That's no, much more than that. More? How many episodes a series? Oh, yeah, sorry, but that... for a series. Sorry, okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. Mm. it was worth it. You get ten hours of television. It's really good. It's better than a fucking Marvel movie. Okay, so you're in the budget. Yeah. You're in the budget meeting. You're the executive producer, Matt. You're the one who's given them ten million an episode. I want you to give your producers mark out of ten for how well they've spent the money. I'm going to give you uh, eight and a half. 
Whoa, what the hell have you just oh, done? Right. You've just oh, given Jamie thanks. a bigger mark. Well, thank you, thank Ooh. you for that. Right, okay. I mean, really, it's becoming clear to me who should have been the impartial one. <laughs> As we've gone through the podcast. Yes, that's very true. Well, I can tell you the scores are quite close. We'll uh, we'll continue now on to inclusion of dragons. Well, are we really going to go through all these? <laughs> I, mean, I think this one can be quite can quick. I, can I say one. something about inclusion of dragons? Yeah. I'm going to give Game of Thrones like a minus four okay. for inclusion of dragons. Why is that? Because there have been dragons since the end of okay. series one. And so, we've really only seen them in series six and seven. Right. right. So if you're giving them minus That is a wasted what you, opportunity. What are, you, what are you giving Walking Dead for dragons then, Matt? I'm giving, giving, it, an, I'm it? giving it a ten out of ten. It, no, that's unfair, I think. I, don't, I think we should dragons be fair. exactly the right amount for the, for the material. Whereas, walking, whereas Game of Thrones has yeah, used right. it not yeah. enough at all. Matt, Matt you just right. said minutes ago how good season seven was, how good that dragon scene was. Do you remember that dragon scene? But do you know, do you know why it was good? You, blew, you, know you took your breath so away, good? Matt. Do you know why it was so good, though, Jamie? Why? Because like a, a, a fucking chicken and mushroom pot noodle <laughs> will taste good to a man who's been starving in a desert for two years, <laughs> waiting for a chicken and mushroom. You know what? <laughs> I think they've... <laughs> I want to see that film. James Franco's in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. I think, well, Inclusion I of zombies is... Well, it's too late. We've moved on. Inclusion what? of zombies is next. So automatically, <laughs> we're going to give Walking Dead 10 out of 10 for that. But what about the inclusion of zombies in Game of Thrones? We are, of course, talking about Cersei's man friend who is brought back to life. The t- what, what's well, it yeah. called? Well, we've got what we've got the bloody White Walkers. There's zombies everywhere. Oh, of course. Now the White Walkers, to me, mm, yeah. they they look a bit kind of, you know, when you when you put off watching Game of Thrones before you watch it because it's going to be a bit fantasy, and then you watch it and you go, oh no, it's great. For me, the only moment when I go, mm, this is a bit fantasy. It's a bit like a a book drawn in Norway in the second century is the white walkers and as for cersei's man friend it's just a tall guy in a fucking suit of armor it's awful can't stand that character what are we talking what? about the mountain it's about the mountain no, no the, the one the zombie that's... yeah the, that's the mountain oh is that the mountain yeah he's not a good actor for god's sake i mean it's he just doesn't have to be he just has to be very incredibly menacing doesn't even he's menace just a monster. Me. i'm not really scared of him i just think he's like a wardrobe being wheeled in by the tech crew or something he's boring so i'm gonna give he is a bit rubbish but i am looking forward to the moment when he inevitably fights the hound yeah, exactly. Okay. That's going to be yeah. a great battle. Well, I'm personally going for a four for the inclusion of zombies for Game of Thrones, which is pretty good considering it's not known for zombies. Matt, would you uh, up a four? Would I what? Sorry, would, would I you, would you raise a four? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, I think they've done very well with the inclusion of zombies because um, they've uh, they've not lent on them too heavily. Mm, I really clear. enjoyed uh, that one at the end of series seven where they were surrounded and then the hound knocked the jaw off the skeleton. Okay. And then the rock landed in front of him and he and he looked up with his jawless face. Mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. They, so they've done pretty well with this. Great moments. All right. So you raise my four and you give what? Uh, a seven point three. Wow. Now is that on top of the four? It probably should be. I'll, I'll do that. So. Um, 
41 point uh, this has got really okay. really okay. I mean this is ridiculous I'm not even going to rate any of these topics Next. because these topics hey, are pointless nobody wants to no hear sense. somebody throw J- 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 toys you've out of go the limp. cot go limp um, you're caring about it too much go limp <laughs> Next, uh, well, we'll get onto a, a better topic next. But first, uh, number of number of cars is the next topic. Number of loads of cars. cars. Dead. Loads. Bloody loads. Giving it a ten for that. I agree. Mm. Jamie, mm. can you argue with that, Jamie? <laughs> uh, no. All no. right. So Game of Thrones. No, is, uh, I mean, at least it's not getting a minus point for that because it didn't try and use a car and use it badly. So Game of Thrones no. has got to get a ten for number of cars. Why? Oh, because it because uses there are many. Wow. Yeah, correct wow. amount of cars. All right. Um, music is the next one. So let's talk about the music. Game of Thrones uh, theme tune is, of course, brilliant. But so yes, is strong. the Walking Dead theme tune as well. Mm. Perfect for both of the. No, on on theme tune, I, I, I mean, think I would Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones wins definitely. Really, uh, what a theme no. tune! I mean, not uh, you can't, it's epic. What, yeah, the but, thing is, like, if you but ask, so's the show, right, the Walking sing, Dead. Sing it now, Howell. Sing Walking Dead theme tune. <laughs> sing Game of Thrones. What gave you more joy? What gave you more joy? Um, Game, Game of Thrones, one. but that's but it's not there to I give me joy. Case. I rest my It's case. not there to give me joy. The Walking Dead is there to give me fear. And let me tell you this: when I was in Universal Studios and we went on the Walking Dead walkthrough ride, that music, oh, it gets you going. It's supposed to build your nerves. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant piece of music. And Daryl in the cell with um, Easy Street playing. That is one of the finest Easy pieces Street. of music. Ah, uh, now if you want to talk about soundtrack, we are music then, in general. Uh, I would say well, Walking Dead is better. Oh. But that's unfair because the, the, you can't have a, a, as far as soundtrack goes, you can't have an actual soundtrack in Game of Thrones because there's no. Yes, you can. There's plenty of uh, non-diagetic music in Game you of Thrones. You can have a score. You can have a. There's there's a score in there, yeah. but you can't have like a, you Easy know, a, a bevy of famous tunes that you can. Wrong. You know, How many opportunities shuffle. will they have had to have some dweeb on a lute going, the twinkling bells and the... Exactly. Hour. Excuse me. How many pop stars have been in Walking Dead? Ed Sheeran. That has Ed immediately Sheeran. knocked the score down. The inclusion of Ed Sheeran... What about Sigur well, Ross? They've been in it. They're great. Oh, that puts it back up again. All right. So we started at a 10 with the theme tune. It then went down to minus 20 because of Ed Sheeran. I would have loved to see Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran singing Shape of You to Aria. Yeah, well, oh, God. Um... But Seeger Ross being there, yeah, that does bump it up. So overall, I'm willing to give Game of Thrones four out of ten, despite Ed Sheeran. That's pretty good. I don't care about your score anymore, Howell. Don't, don't go care. limp. Don't you? Go but limp. don't bob out of the match. Don't bob out <laughs> of the match, the, Jamie. No one wants to, the to hear that. Conclusion. I'm, 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 you know. I've got to have my tea at some point tonight. I'm um, in love with well, the shape of the Walking game. Dead. Jamie, Walking Dead, music out of ten. Oh, we've got uh, a tally going here. You can't bother. Do you, you don't care about what, what score I'm going to give it <laughs> now. Don't do. bullshit me. I've, you wouldn't believe how close it is. It's close. This could swing it. Six. Wow. Mm. Wow. Okay. Not far uh, Do I not to go. get a fucking hat in the ring? What the hell's going on? It's uh, a yes, joke, yes. Matt. It's a joke. Um, Matt, well, go, I'm going to give Game of Thrones an eight for music. Ed Sheeran was in it. 
Yeah, but Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Oh, Dinkers. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll skip the category Americans and we'll skip the category name of number of castles. Can we go straight to the category of to one last category? No. Ratings on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes because no, because those are pointless. If we're going to no, take the opinions they, of they, plebs, then yeah. this would render this well, show completely pointless. What's the point pointless. of the podcast? Exactly. But is, we will take into account. There's one more topic before we get to that, Jamie. That's a nice tease. And that is use of thrones. Jamie, how many out of ten do you believe Game of Thrones deserves for use of thrones? I think the, the Iron Throne is one of the most iconic mm. um, pieces of furniture in the world. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Excellent. So, do you like the Iron Throne as a prop? Do you like it? Well, I wouldn't want to sit on it, but I think it's a, a fantastic... Think it um, I think it does. Like It looks like these genuinely melted down... A shitload of swords and forged them yeah. into a, yeah, a throne like. Yeah, it's all right. Matt, do you agree with Jamie's rating that he's given himself of 10 for Game of Thrones? Or are you. Oh, I don't love the Iron Throne personally, but I tell you what I did like. I did like Dragonstone very much. Mm, okay, Dragonstone, Dragonstone, has Dragonstone a, throne. a lot. So, Jamie, could we, could we agree on a 9 then? Can we agree on a 9? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. now let's talk about Thrones in The Walking Dead. There is but one. And it's the yeah. King Ezekiel's throne. Now, just for a moment when you first see that tiger. Um, uh, I would say that, I w- that that would give me about a two or a three for Walking Dead's thrones. Because I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why is there a throne? Why is there a king? Why is there a tiger? But That's then, my reaction. But then again, just the fact that there is a throne in it. Um, and this is a battle with Game of Thrones. I mean, I forgot, I'm gonna... it, I forgot it had a throne in there. All right, actually, so. yeah. You see, uh, when, but that's why both me and Hal quietly went, "Yeah, okay, exactly." <laughs> yeah, when you said that, cat. <laughs> that's why I was looking Damn. forward to this one. So, I was the one character um, get stuff. So, yeah, Jamie, based purely on your surprise that there is a throne in it, how what, how many out of ten do you believe Walking Dead believe, uh, deserve? Well, it's got a throne in it, so I can't give it. I give it an eight. Eight out of ten. <laughs> well, I'm going to lower that. Wow. Oh, Howell just having a terrible time with the scoring system. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Jamie, you were always going to win. Right. So that Ooh. brings us on finally to the plebeian's opinion. Let Let's... me just say this, right? Yes. Let me just say this. Yeah. Now, obviously, I understand that Walking Dead is, is a good show. But when it comes down to it, consensus of opinion, not just from critics, but from the general public, mm. is really going to give you a nuts and bolts idea of what is the better show. Just as an IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes are the two finest aggregators of rating film and TV okay. in the world. Well, Let's go to this them. Is, this is going to make or break it, right? So... <gasps> I am going to say now, without knowing the answer to this, that we're going to divide whatever score they give it. If it's IMDb, we're just going to go with the score into points. If it's Rotten Tomatoes, we're going to divide it by 10 and make that into points. Matt, it is up to you to choose your weapon. Which do you want Jamie to look at, IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes? I couldn't care less. Pick one, please. Oh, well, that's a Can I just ask you a question before oh, we go to this? Yeah, yeah. Which do you prefer... Uh, Top Gun or Love Actually? 
Top Gun. Love Actually. Right. And... Oh, Love Actually. Lo- Love okay, so Love Actually gets a 7.6 on IMDb. Yeah. Top Gun gets a 6.9, baby. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, but... Look, I'm making that statement they're for still, they're, both, they're both pretty average scores, but when you look at the scores... Let's go Jamie? to them now. No, let's look- Rotten Tomatoes, right? Rotten That's what tomatoes. we're going to go for, but within Rotten Tomatoes, are we going with the aggregate score or are we going with users or critics? Well, mm. I was going to go with the uh, Matt, the plebs or snobs? What are you going for? Couldn't plebs care less. or snobs? Couldn't care less. Oh, come on, pick one. Snobs. S- snobs. We're going for critics, Jamie. So you want? So you want, want just the, the critical, critical? Just the critics score. You pick the metric. We have picked the. Uh, That's not fair. The measuring device. It's fair. Oh, really? Okay. Do the critics like Walking Dead? Do they? No, let's have a look, shall we? Okay, I've, I hadn't picked out a particular. Critical. Fair. So let's game Game of Thrones. Critical score, right? Just give me a minute while I buffer. Um, okay. Critical score. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want an average, uh, average one. All critics, no, critics or just top critics? All critics. All critics. Ninety-four percent. Whoa! Which one's that? That's Game of Thrones. So that gives you Don't nine point four points. That is incredible. Smasher, isn't it? Wow, let's go to believe that's the case. Yes, it is, and it's with good reason. And you guys, as ever, were and I was missing the boat. I'm, I'm genuinely shocked because I mean, you know, while obviously Let all me... opinions are subjective, I think Game of Thrones, certainly the first five <laughs> series. Mm. was relatively fluffy and pretty poor. This is why you should have gone for the wow. plebs. Interesting. Jamie, what was the plebs score? Let's see what Matt... Uh, the plebs uh, would be even worse. The plebs was 94%. Oh. Yeah, so, no, know, 96%. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, Walking Dead. Now, The Walking Dead, the critics, 80%. Wow. Yeah. That's eight points there for The Walking Dead. And what did the plebs say? 88%. Oh. It wins hands down critically, and by looking at the audience itself, now it wins hands down. Do you believe that a show that, a- that has a budget more than three times oh, its size? Oh, fuck off with your budget! Honestly, I'm still going to switch sides in a minute. Yeah, Powell. You can't argue that. What voice. world are you living in? Work. Of course, this is not. You know, it's not communist uh, dictatorship. This world. This is where budgets. By ratings, you get you get better How scores old, if you've you know got the money. Got a smaller budget than both of these, the fucking West Wing, and I, and I would pick mm. the West Wing over both. Well, exactly. Oh well, I don't know about that. Um, that's another argument, though. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, what about the Sopranos? What about Mad Men? What about yeah. the Wire? None what, of them have like the budget of these shows. No, exactly, Howard. You can't well, argue that's... that point. It's irrelevant. It doesn't it's matter about irrelevant. the budget. It's the quality of your product you make. It isn't. Re- it isn't related directly to the money you spend on something. Of it course, can't it's not. Be. It of has course, to be it's not. The story and the no. ability of every the, every the producer in Hollywood knows that you don't need a budget. So let's um, no, say this. No, all I'm, no, I'm not saying you don't on, need you can't a budget. Say that if you chuck more money at a film, it just makes it better. That is not what happens. No, but I'm saying we're comparing two creme de la cremes. One of them is is three times the budget of the other, and they've got very similar critical scores. That is saying okay, something. Fine. That is saying something. I, I, I don't think it makes any point because Walking Dead is not at a point with its budget where they can't do stuff that they want to do. Mm. Yeah, 
They could do exactly what they want to do. Unfortunately, they don't want to do very much. Now, let's look at IMDb just to end this, okay? Well, do you want uh, IMDb you, 9.4 if... for Game of Thrones, 8.8 for Walking Dead. It's 8.4 for Walking Dead, and it's 9.5 for Game of Thrones. So it's a good well, I looked at it just a minute ago. That must have changed. Well, okay. you better check, check it before you wreck yourself, because it's 9.5 for Game of Thrones. It's 8.4 for The uh, Walking Dead. Okay. I don't me. care about those things either because, again, like if, if you if you look at your favourite stuff, you will find it invariably rated lower than stuff that you hate. So I don't think either of us can use either of these arguments. All we can talk about is what we can. And I yes, think we can. We, to listen, no, the, the problem is right. We've been making subjective arguments a lot of time during this debate. What I'm trying to point out is what the arguments I've been making have been about awards, have been about ratings, TV ratings, and have been about overall show ratings critically and from the audience. Subject. These have been objective measurements of both shows, and in all these categories, Game of Thrones wins. That's my point. Now, subjectively, we can argue to the death about what show we think's better and which world we prefer and what tone we prefer. But when it comes to the objective measuring devices that we can use, Game of Thrones wins. Historically speaking, <laughs> this is young. This is soon, right? And there was a point in history when Richard Branson released Virgin Cola. And for a few years, they knocked the socks off Coca-Cola. Just because people think at the time that they're more excited about something. Yeah. And then it went completely Where? In your office? (laughs) They did. They were doing really well. (laughs) And then they did some big stunt that went wrong. But anyway, my point is, this is what, you know, history often shows that stuff isn't necessarily what people think is great at the time and oh my god and when you're getting on that spaceship are you really telling me jamie you're getting on that spaceship that you're taking game of yeah. thrones over walking dead i am telling you that if someone said to me tomorrow you have to watch one of them again in full I, in a heartbeat i would watch the walking Ow. dead I've already watched the Game of Thrones again in full, and I bloody loved it. I absolutely loved going back through it, and I recommend you do, because I think the problem for you, Howell, is you enjoy the binge format of watching things, and I think you binged Walking Dead again and think you really liked it. I guarantee if you binge Game of Thrones again, you'll come back in a few weeks, and you'll be cock-a-hoop going, this show's freaking amazing, what was I thinking? Mm. Nah. So anyway, I've got to go and have a lasagna. So well, I've won the debate. No, no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, um, debate. I'll tell you the final scores. <laughs> I'm not having that. <laughs> the final scores are: The Walking Dead scored eighty-eight points, and The Game of Thrones scored eighty point two points. Wow, who with have the public. It? Uh, so that it was, was close. close. <clears throat> it was a good effort. It was a good effort. Um, yeah, close but no cigar, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. congratulations, guys, on trying to make it look close. This biased voting. I tell you what, if you if you hadn't had that Thrones category in there, I think uh, you might have won. <laughs> I didn't see that. that, was a, that was a, you didn't think that through. That was a mistake. I do admit. I think probably your mistake was when you uh, when you gave like ten points to um, the Walking Dead for use of Thrones or whatever it was you did. That's um, what we just said, Howell. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, Can I? Um, can I give you a, a, a quick summary of what I think? Yeah, hurry up, because Jamie's touchy. He's, uh, he's hungry. Because t- <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to try and denigrate Game of Thrones. What I like about Game of Thrones is its scale and uh, the, the richness of the world that is created. 
Um, but ultimately, that world is a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think I find The Walking Dead more interesting is because I think it's a better analysis of the human condition. Mm. And for me, that's what great drama does. And I will build and, on that. Um, I, 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 and, I, and I think that the that it's more relatable to mm-hmm. and uh, that ultimately Game of Thrones gets a bit let down by the size of its own narrative. I was looking just the other day at the kind of plot strands that haven't gone anywhere in it. And, the, and, and there are lots of things which have just sort of happened and then there's no real consequence to them. They just kind of, they, they just turn over and then they're done. Mm. Whereas Walking Dead is always, it's very tight and very, uh, very driven mm. with its narrative. Um, and, and yeah, Game of Thrones has lots of threads that get picked up and get dropped, basically. And, uh, uh, and I think that's a weakness of the, that, it, that it has. And also, for me, the performances can't be compared. I think Walking Dead, Walking Dead is streets ahead. Very well put. And to build on that, I would say, yes, The Walking Dead, I feel like, talks about the human condition much more <clears throat> and constantly. Mm. Whereas Game right. of Thrones, it's like, like Matt said, it's rich. And that made me think, if I went to a party and someone was serving salmon volivants um i would enjoy them maybe 10 or 11 of them once i got to 30 i feel a bit sick game uh walking dead on the other hand is a good medium rare large t-bone steak and it's the yeah. same every time and i can I, enjoy I, the whole I, thing i like to i like to just you know we're talking about the scale of game i'd like to bring it down to a small a little story it's about a, li- a, a little guy oh that's all the time we've got tonight <laughs> no no thank on. you for listening this is um, the only time. You have so, to let Jamie one more, one more. <laughs> This is the only time that I've nearly cried during either of these shows, mm. and it was a see. And you've got to remember Tyrion Lannister, and this is this his character is so important. And it's such, and his journey. If you just focus on that journey that he's been on, it's quite amazing. And it's quite moving. He's rejected by his family. His father tried to kill him when he was a baby. He's hated by his sister. Only his brother shows him any kind of love in his life. His dad rejects him and then tries to have him killed and steals his his the love of his life. And so now John Snow shagging his sister. No, 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 hold on, hold on. So yeah. Tyrion has nobody to hang his hat on. He ends up in a box drunk, having a breakdown with a beard. Mm. And then he finds Daenerys and he finds someone he believes in. And there's a beautiful moment in Game of Thrones where Daenerys makes him her hand. And for the first time, you can see he feels like he belongs somewhere, and he's and he's valued, and he's loved by someone. And you can see, and it's a moving piece of brilliant drama. And if that isn't small and microscopic humanity discovered and and um, um, <coughs> given a given life, uh, just as Walking Dead would, because I think Walking Dead can do that too. But Game of Thrones could take that scale down to the microcosm of just a tiny story of a guy. Who's Great never point. had a family finding Great that happiness if and only, if That only, is what I'll end on. If only they'd have focused on that to the point that I cared as much as you do about it. <laughs> I if did. Only. How did you not care about it? I can't, I can't believe I did, you. I didn't. And, and the, the end of the last thing we saw was him looking on as if maybe he's going to stab uh, Daenerys in the back. Well, we don't know what he's going mm. to do, do we? Well, I, hope he I hope he doesn't. We'll see. Anyway, anyway, look, they Sanya. said that this would be a 10-minute podcast because we can't possibly stretch out a debate like this. And look what happened. It's one of the finest podcasts that's ever been recorded in the history of podcasts on the planet Earth. I think we've got to do more of these. Any suggestions, let us know. Studio at the box at pod.com. Um, 
and thank you thank you and well done the, to the walking dead which deserves the current yes. trophy for greatest tv series of all time game of what now <laughs> right, very good. Very good. I'm going to go that. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.